Hi everyone! Welcome to Bible and Me by Gwyn Ferrer Podcast. I'm your host, Gwyn Ferrer. Thank you for checking in. This is our first series for the podcast. And we're going to talk about the Hebrew Bible. For this episode, I'm going to give you an overview of the Hebrew Bible so that we can get acquainted with it. So if you're ready, get your pen and papers, pens and papers next, and you can jot down the stuff that I'm going, the details that I'm going to say here, and you can also jot down the Bible verses that you can um, go back to and check it out in the Bible. So let's begin. One of my most favorite movies are the Lord of the Rings series. So, the movies, these movies literally had me sitting at the edge of my seat because dalang-dala ko sa sa mga scenes, especially the fight scenes. Or the cinematography, it's breathtaking. Um, I I loved it. The movies really draw me and captivated me. But we know that the movies were inspired by the novels of the same title, The Lord of the Rings. And it's a three-volume collection of novels by J.R.R. Tolkien. So you have... Um, in the Lord of the Rings uh, collection, you have the Fellowship of the Ring, the Two Towers, if I'm not mistaken, and finally, The Return of the King. So, this three-part collection, um, it has a central subject. That's the focus of it. And that's the rings. So, um, you don't necessarily, we don't necessarily have to see the ring in, on, in every page or in every scene. But we know that it is about the ring. All the events and all the characters in the story come together because of the ring. But even before the Lord of the Rings, there was already a compilation of books that was written over a span of 1,500 years by different authors written at different times and it also has one subject one focus all of the compilation of these books come together to talk about one subject and that is the Messiah I'm talking of course about the Hebrew Bible the Hebrew Bible is what we know now as the Old Testament. Pero it wasn't called the Old Testament back then. It was called the Tanakh. So for this um, series, we're going to refer to the Old Testament as the Hebrew Bible or the Tanakh. So ako lang interchange but the, I'm talking about the same thing. So the Tanakh, this is the three volume uh, collection of the Hebrew Bible and the Tanakh stands for it stands for the it's an acronym for the three volumes first the 
Ka stands for Torah or the law or the law of Moses. And this, this is the first five books of the Hebrew Bible. We have the Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. Later on, our early church fathers coined the term Pentateuch to, to refer to the Torah. So our church father origin coined the term Pentateuch. So when you say Pentateuch or Torah or the law or the law of Moses, they mean they're referring to the same collection, which is the first five books. Na in Tanakh stands for Nevim or the prophets. In this collection, you will have the books of prophecies and also the historical narratives of the leaders and kings of the Israelites. And K stands for Ketuvim, which is also called the writings or the Psalms. So Psalms is the first book in this collection, so probably that's the reason why they would Refer to it as the Psalms. So, murag sa tuaba, kung palitag toothpaste, we say palit ko Colgate niya close up. Diba? So, <laughs> we call toothpaste as Colgate. <laughs> it's, it's like that about the Ketuvim or the Psalms. And the Hebrew Bible or the Tanakh is written, was written in two languages. The original language is Hebrew. And then later on, it was translated into Greek. That, and they call it Septuagint translation. And the Septuagint was the translation or the version of the Hebrew Bible that Jesus and the people of his time were familiar with. So when they hear it in the synagogues, they, when they... When their parents talk about um, the Hebrew Bible or the passages or the message of the Hebrew Bible, there it was the Greek version that they were more they were um, exposed to. And even prior to the coming of Jesus or the birth of Jesus, the early Jewish people were already using the um, Septuagint version since atong time nga um, they were the, since that post-exilic time or the time when um, they were they returned to their homeland after their after their um, captivity in other nations. Now Jesus and his followers would point or allude to the Hebrew Bible as proof of Jesus messianic identity and role in Luke 24 verse 24 before Jesus this was before Jesus ascended to heaven and naghatag siya mga huling habili niya sa iyang mga apostles and disciples this is what he said um, and Jesus then Jesus said to them these are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you that everything written about me in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms must be fulfilled. So Jesus wasn't just talking about portions of the Hebrew Bible. He, he's actually referring to the 
Hebrew Bible itself, the entire Hebrew Bible. So he was, it's like saying, it's it's like he was saying that the Hebrew Bible, everything about the Hebrew Bible, everything that happened in the Hebrew Bible, every um, people involved in the Hebrew Bible, they're all pointing to him. Simeon, if you know him, kanang kamyo role lang siya sa New Testament, but he was the man in the temple when Jesus, when baby Jesus was born, when baby Jesus was presented in the temple. Yang role mura siya goblin. He will not die until he sees the coat and coat consolation of Israel. Parang goblin, goblin will not die until the bride will remove the tusuk of the sword. <laughs> the sword that was tusukai sa young heart. <laughs> so he was waiting for the consolation of Israel. This term, the consolation of Israel, was actually taken from the book of Isaiah, from the prophet's volume of the Hebrew Bible. In Isaiah chapter 40, verse 1, it says, Comfort, comfort my people, says your God. And in Isaiah 57, verse 18, I have seen his ways, but I will heal him. I will lead him and restore comfort to him and his mourners. Post-resurrection, the Apostle Paul also pointed to the Hebrew Bible when he was encouraging Timothy to continue in his faith in Christ. In 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 16, he said to Timothy, And how from childhood you have been acquainted with these sacred writings, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All scripture is breathed out by God. Pause right there. Did you notice that? writings the scripture the writing that was referred here was the hebrew bible and paul was saying that these writings were able to point timothy to his salvation which is jesus christ and it's saying to us that the hebrew bible the old testament that we know now it points us to our salvation, that's Jesus Christ. Shout out time! Hello, hello to the following. Hi, Edjan, owner of the Edge Graphics. So, he does wonderful vector arts, guys. And because of him, nindot kay kong logo sa podcast. Hello, hello to Anyong Goodies! Mga lovers sa K-dramas, that's why makakook sila oglamian kaayo na Korean food. And another shout-out to pagkaulas at ni Bampais! They're for us, sa among family. They're the maker of the best buku pie ever. So I just really love them, guys. I'm not earning commission for, their sh- for shouting out to them. Shouting out to them for this shout out. It's just that I really love what 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 they're doing, and it's really worth sharing. 
Shout out, shout out to Diane at Diane Diane. I miss your. I'm on my way, post, madam. Please post nagbalik para malingaw na sa mi. <laughs> shout out also to Lauren Iglesia. For godly inspirations, you can follow her at You Matter Here. Tawa Lauren Here. We have been acquainted a bit about the Hebrew Bible. So, what about it? Why do I need to learn about the Hebrew Bible? First, because the Hebrew Bible points us to Jesus as the Messiah. And He is the foundation of our faith. As we have previously read in the book of Luke, Jesus made a claim that the Hebrew Bible was all about him. From the Torah to Nevim to Ketuvim, Jesus was the fulfillment of it all. So all the narratives, the poems, the songs, the, the, the surveys, the, geneal- the boring genealogies, they were all building up to the climactic part of the story, of God's story, which is the coming of Jesus Christ. Second, in being familiar with the Hebrew Bible, we now have an idea on how to understand the Hebrew Bible the way Jesus and the ancient Jews did. Because that's true, that the Bible is God's message to us. But we have to remember that the message that God has for us was first addressed to the Jews, to the ancient Jews, who have their unique history, unique culture, and unique identity that's quite different. That's, well, not just quite different, but very different from us. For us, we have this idea that Jesus is, that Jesus is the Good Shepherd, that God is the Good Shepherd. But we could only imagine that day. We could only try to feel it. However, the Jews were shepherds. So when God would tell them that he was the good shepherd, they know what a good shepherd really was. But they can relate, they can identify because they themselves have were shepherds and Jesus was talking to them in a language in a lifestyle that they understood very well and so the parts this those parts of the Hebrew Bible or the Old Testament that we find hard to comprehend because of the cultural and time gaps the Jews were very familiar with it and that's why kita if we want to really get what God wants to say to us right now, we need to go back to their culture, to their time. We need to adjust to them. We need to try to think, to feel, and to understand the Word of God as it is written in their context. And lastly, when we do try to understand and grasp 
God's message in the Hebrew Bible in the context of the original audience in the Hebrew Bible, we will discover that the Old Testament that we have now, or the Hebrew Bible that um, the Jews were reading and meditating on, it's not a boring book after all. The promises, the history, the genealogy, all of those in all of those that were written in the Hebrew Bible, it's part hope. It's part excitement. It's part anticipation to the ancient Jews who were looking forward for their salvation because through the coming of the Messiah. And it should well be a book that would ignite excitement, that would ignite hope, that would ignite anticipation, and would ignite and deepen our faith in Jesus Christ. The Hebrew Bible it is bursting with life and action like God himself weaved and wrote and made happen, made into reality to fulfill his very ultimate plan. And that is to send the Messiah and to save the humanity. And so if we would go and understand the Hebrew Bible, we will understand who it is that we are believing for our salvation. And that's it for the overview of the Hebrew Bible. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Next episode, we will be looking into the design of the Hebrew Bible. And by design, I'm talking about um, what you call the tangible elements of the Hebrew Bible. We're going to look into the form or the shape of the Hebrew Bible in the ancient times and we are going to look into the editorial design of the Hebrew Bible. So I hope to see you there. Thanks so much for checking in. Bye!